Hello and welcome to Season 4, Episode 14 of the 126 Podcast. I am not Addison McElvin because, well, something's going around. Well, good morning, Coach O. Hey, good morning. I was just wondering, when you just did that intro, yeah. did you hit record? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. See that big red thing right well, there? Well, it seemed like you hit that after mm, you no. said your... No. Oh, okay. No. I'm a. I'm starting to get the hang of this. Addison has uh, very young children at home, and we all know what that's like. Uh, that means usually either you're sick or they're sick or there's some combination yeah. Um, we're at that time of year, and he's out, so we, we uh, hope the McElvin household gets back healthy again very soon. And I hate that he misses this episode because it is a soccer spectacular. We have uh, all four soccer programs represented uh, in the, in the uh, 126 room today, so should be pretty fun, and, and uh, we can at least talk about him. Oh, we're going to talk about him. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. But first... Okay, that's weird, having to hit my own introduction. I have uh, something real quick today. Last week, um, I went to a junior high game. Coach O and I make our rounds, you know, and hit this campus, and then that campus, and then uh, this sport and that sport. And I was at basketball at one of our junior highs, Jackson to be specific. I'm going to go ahead and call them out here. And I won't mention the team they were playing, but – um, they looked prepared and, and were doing a great job all around. But something that struck me, and it always does, uh, because, you know, when we go into a gym or onto a field or to a facility where an athletic contest is taking place, we try to take a look at everything in a broad uh, view. Obviously, we want our teams to be competitive. we got some super competitive soccer teams and programs represented in the room today. And Jackson was very competitive, but – we try to look at everything, the facility, the personnel, uh, the, the way the uh, building is laid out, the traffic flow, et cetera, et cetera. But something that always makes a very quick impression is the, pr- the appearance of the coaching staff. And, and I think that's really important. I think it sends a message. Whatever the, is in the coach's brain, right, we know it doesn't do us any good until it can be transferred to the student athletes. But – the other thing is, whatever is in the coach's brain, um, we want that person to give a good first impression to a parent or another team or an official or whoever else they're um, impressing. And I was impressed walking into Jackson's gym and seeing, you know, starting out with seventh grade B and eighth grade B, coaches wearing a tie, a sport coat. Uh, I'm wearing a tie and a sport coat today because there's a board meeting tonight. Um, but when I see a coach that is, uh, looks like has the appearance that what they're doing is important to them, uh, that, that's a neat thing. And it's a good thing. It's a good thing for the campus. It's a good thing for the kids. If I'm a player on that team and I know, my, Hey, my coach is going to wear a jacket and tie to the game. And, um, every sport's different, you know, the soccer coaches, we don't expect you to wear a jacket and tie. Uh, we know what you're doing out there in the sleet and snow. We can talk about that today, but 
my impression of those Jackson coaches was really good. By contrast, I've seen a lot of other uh, junior high programs that have come into our facilities, and their coaches, you know, are hit and miss. I mean, some of them look good. Some of them look like, uh, man, I, you know, I'm throwing on a sweatshirt and some sweatpants and going down to Brookshire's on a Saturday morning. And that does not communicate to me uh, a coach that is really into what they're doing and wanting to make a good impression and serious about it. Our coaches look like that. And that's a big deal to me. Yeah, that is a big deal. Yeah. So perception is reality. Kudos, Jackson staff. I know we've got other coaches all across the district that are making great impressions on the people that they work for because we do work for the community and we work for the kids. Uh, that's our all of our job. But when you can tell it's important to them, um, just an extra layer of feel good about it and about our staff. That's the weave. Now let's move to this. Well, all right. So today, in honor of this soccer spectacular, uh, I had to search long and hard for this one. Um, and I'm expecting some support from you, Coach Weaver, oh. in this subject spotlight. But because of the fact that I know we're going to see lots of headers with these teams, we've got really good soccer teams. We're talking hoghead cheese. <laughs> Does anybody have any idea what hoghead cheese is? Can we get a fun fact from hoghead cheese? And I'm going to I'm going to bail some of you out. If you don't know a thing about hoghead cheese, then maybe you could just give us your favorite cheese. Okay. If you like a cheese. But yeah. Coach Weaver, I expect for you to have a fun fact about what? hoghead cheese. What? Maybe you too, Coach Williamson. What? Now listen. What makes you think uh, I look like an expert on hogs? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're well-rounded. Well, uh, <clears throat> I do have uh, uh, multiple varieties of cheeses in my refrigerator at home. Unfortunately, <laughs> hog's head is not one of them. Uh, I don't know how much help I'm going to be here. I'm looking at Trisha Williamson across the table. She's got a very blank look on her face, too. Uh, maybe one of these young ladies has any idea what you're has talking about. Has anyone ever heard of hog head <laughs> cheese? <laughs> for the listening audience there are many heads shaking left to right in the no fashion well i don't want to give away all of the facts about hoghead cheese because the boys have to the boys may come up and someone may oh. have a, a fact maybe They're so the then green. if if no one at the table knows anything about hoghead cheese then you're gonna have to give us your favorite cheese and what you like to eat it on mm. or eat it with well okay all right, so here's what we're doing. We're going left to right around the table. And I'm going to tell you first, uh, our North Forney coach couldn't be here today. Also, like I said, there's something going around. Coach Fallure is out. Uh, the rule is on the 126, if somebody's supposed to be here and they're not here, uh, we can't talk with them, so it's all good to talk about them. <laughs> so uh, we, we'll, we'll definitely uh, talk about Coach Fallure all we want to, by gosh. But introduce yourself, tell us. Uh, what grade you're in, your name, where you, what, you're, what you're doing over there in the soccer program at North Forney, and then uh, if you don't have anything about a hogshead cheese, which I, I'm not going to expect you to, uh, answer Coach O's question, please. Um, my name is Michelle Rodriguez. I'm a senior, and I am one of the captains on the varsity soccer team at North. Excellent. And um, I like to eat cheese with crackers and, like, turkey. So oh, yeah. I don't know what cheese it is actually. Probably like Colby Jack. Colby oh, Jack. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I like that's green a good check. one. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, good. No, n- nothing about hogshead cheese. I nothing. have no idea what that okay. is. Now you know over there in the green room, you boys over there could be googling that. Okay, Walker's holding his phone up. Okay, <laughs> next. I'm Coach Williamson, the varsity coach at Forney High School, and I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know anything about hogshead cheese. Um, I'm pretty basic when it comes to cheese. I mean, we're coaching, we're working, so uh, I, I do like some chips and queso. That's okay, yeah, that's Chips good. and queso. That's yeah. a good way to get your cheese. I mean, yeah, yeah. Especially in Texas. For sure. Hi, I'm Caitlin Johnson, and I'm one of the seniors at Forney. Um, yeah, I have no clue what hog head cheese is, but I like mozzarella sticks. Oh, yeah. Those are yeah. my favorite. So, Is it that one in particular? There's one brand starts with an F. Dang. Fuego. Do you not know that one? Coach, I'm, no. You are I'm really, sorry. You are really, I'm, I'm having I'm Apple turnover. Today. I'm having to work the board. I don't have time to, to really search through the. Well, I need to ask them, but do y'all like the cubes or the sticks? Sticks. Because now they have the little rectangles, too. Just bite off of What about you? You've got kids. I know they eat cheese. Uh, Yes. Yeah. We. I mean, honestly, we get a big block of cheddar, the kind with the red wax on it, right? And just cut pieces of it literally almost every day when I get home. I'll cut some pieces of cheese and... My wife likes that. I like it. The kids like it. It's just like a regular that, after after work snack. Is that mild or sharp cheddar? Usually, usually char, uh, sharp. Mm. Usually, or maybe a medium. I, I'm not so much on the mild. I like a little flavor. Um, we do. I do keep several cheeses in the refrigerator just because it lasts forever, and you know we can sample it every now and then. It's just. It's just an easy snack at our house. Okay. Well, I won't give my hoghead cheese knowledge. Well, you're uh, the only one that has it. I'll any. save that, and I'll, I'll say probably I eat cheese and crackers all the time as well. I'm a cheese fanatic, but probably that rat trap cheese <laughs> is the one I like the best with some summer sausage yeah. and crackers. Good time of year for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we're all pretty standard uh, cheese connoisseurs except for Coach O, and she'll have to give us an education at some point. Uh, let's move into uh, – you must talking about all these headers. You've been wa- you watched some World Cup, didn't you? I did. I, I thought so. I, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need to be enlightened. What I it, there's still so much that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to equate it to six on six basketball. You only can play offense or you only can play defense. You cannot do both. Is that right? I would disagree. Right. Okay. Okay. You do everything. Hey, if you're the expert on Hogshead, this is the <laughs> yeah, expert. I know, right? Okay. I know. Let, let's let the expert talk. Uh, I mean, it's the same as basketball in terms of transition. You know, you uh, you have to, especially if you make a mistake or you miss a shot or something, you have to get your head up. But even the top forward, I have KJ with me. She's a senior. She plays up top. She's got a lot of speed. But it, the soon as soon as the other team gets the ball, we're all on defense. We all get behind the ball as a team. And so – uh, you really are playing everything. You're not. If you're a defender, you may go up and overlap and attack and cross and shoot. So uh, there's not really. Even though they have positions, everyone plays offense. Okay. See there. So you're learning even yeah. today. And I'm trying. I'm excited about this soccer. I wish I could play it because I feel like if I could run around like that, do you know how good a shape I would be in? Yeah. Yeah. They've got to be in tremendous condition. It's something that strikes me about soccer. We talk about with every group of student athletes that comes on here somehow 
the topic of uh, being tough comes up. You know, I mean, obviously, cross-country kids, they're running miles and miles and miles. And um, obviously, the trenches in football, right, You're they're just uh, wearing each other out. Basketball has its own unique level of toughness. But in soccer, uh, y'all are tough for a number of reasons. And I think just the time of year is one of them. One of you, give us a little, tell us about some experiences you've had with high school soccer being played in the middle of winter, literally the probably the worst possible weather for an outdoor sport. Um, I remember my freshman year, it was in Kaufman, I think, and it was freezing cold and it was raining too. Mm. And I think we won, but it was awful. Yeah. It was miserable. When a soccer player says it's miserable, because like <laughs> – you and me might go to the soccer game and it's like forty eight degrees. I feel like my say, my bones are <laughs> won't bend, literally. When she says it's miserable, it was yeah miserable. I think what's crazy about these kids though is they get out there and they don't really want to wear anything under their uniform. Once they start running, they get hot. So yeah. you know we're over there in our stadium jackets as coaches bundled up, and you know they're they're flying down the field and. They may have sleeves on, uh, arms, but that's about it. Well. Uh, now, Coach, tell the listeners, tell the truth. Are y'all wearing those heated vests? Okay, so for years, I never had one. And then some uh, a group of uh, kids, young kids, uh, bought me one for a Christmas present. And it was the best gift I've ever gotten in my entire life. Wow. Mm. It's a yeah. heated jacket. And Coach Wilkerson, I'll go ahead and tell her her secrets uh she does the underlayer heated she says that's better underneath the jacket mine's mm. a heated jacket hers is uh we also have heated gloves but we don't always remember to charge them see there man i didn't know this i'm learning things too and i thought and so the other day um i was in uh, dick's sporting goods and there was a lawn chair everybody knows i sit in my lawn chair it was there was a plastic yeah. thing around it mm-hmm so I was like, how can I breathe in that? Well, I've seen parents with those. I think they're called soccer pods, and yep. they are weather-resistant, weatherproof, and they usually fit one person. I, yep. I have seen a trainer in one of those. None of our none, none of yeah. our forney trainers, but I have seen them in there. Uh, you know, I think it, you can breathe. I think you can stay warm. I've seen them in the bleachers, I think. People have brought them to games, and that's tough, too. I mean, the soccer fan is a pretty tough fan. Uh, because they're not on the field running around. They've got to be up there. I know y'all's parents are probably super invested in what you do to be able to come yeah. to those games. Go ahead, Coach. No, you go ahead. So, Coach Fleur is not here. Now, we've got an interesting dynamic with Coach Fleur. He was soccer coach for us, and he he shifted over to golf uh, once Coach Mankins retired at North Forney. So, Coach Fleur is still uh, head boys and girls golf. But he came back and picked up girls soccer again this year. And I know if it wasn't um, a really good program and, and a bunch great bunch of young ladies, he wouldn't have done that. But uh, we're glad that he did. Um, you know, we'll talk about him, but we'll talk about him in a positive light. I'll, I won't throw out any Coach Fuller stories. I'll save the, the good stuff for when he's actually here live. But um, what the reason he came back – uh, was because our district needed him, and he's a great he's a great guy, and he's a good coach. Uh, but there's got to be a reason from a team perspective. Tell us about your team a little bit. You're the, you're the spokesperson here today, so tell us about North Forney's team and 
what you guys are expecting. Put yourself in Coach Fuller's seat, and you be the coach today, giving us this preview of North yeah. Forney girls soccer. Um, this year is going to be a little bit more tough. We are in 6A now, yeah. so a um, little bit more high standards. But I think we'll do good this year. We're not going to be like first, second, you know, but we will. Hey, you might be. We might. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. The season is early. It's maybe, young. Maybe everyone on the other team will get sick. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think we'll be good. Yeah? Mm-hmm, yeah. And he is very confident in us. I know that for sure. Good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. And he has us He has us working out a lot, so. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's used to uh, He's used to it. He's been there and done yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And I can know Coach Williamson, you've worked with Sean Fleur before, and, of course, his wife now is coaching in, in uh, another school district, but – um, we've had we our soccer team programs have worked together, up both in opposition and as well as uh, you know um, together in what we focus upon for a number of years, a lot of years now. Uh, you're, however, in a different district. This is our first round, the first time that we've been in two different districts, and you're going into five uh, A, whereas they're going into six A. What's your season preview look like? Uh, we have a new district, and we lost Highland Park, so yeah. we're really excited about that. <laughs> uh, we still have some opponents that we have to make sure we're prepared for, but uh, we're, we're excited to play some different people. Um, our our team is full of leadership. We have 11 seniors, Wow! and that's the biggest senior class we've ever had. Uh, we have a lot of talent, and I think we've always had talent. We've always been pretty successful, but this year I feel like we have the most leveled team. Yeah. Uh, most talent in multiple places and even, and we can sub and still kind of keep our level. Um, but the biggest plus, I think, is we have really good kids. Our seniors just have a heart for other other kids and fellowship. And um, I want to tell you that they talk a lot about that lead program last year. Um, they, they recently, uh, we had cuts, tryouts, and they asked me, they said, Coach, can we go do a breakfast the first morning practice for varsity? and take the new people and do all of that. And they said, you know, we, we went to lead and we want to make sure we include others and we awesome. don't have clicks. And so they've really bought into the 40 ISD lead program and owning the leadership of the team. So I think it's going to be a competitive year, but I think it's going to be a fun year. Well, <clears throat> that's obviously gratifying for us to hear. We know, we think, and we've got two young ladies that are seniors at the table, but we think being a senior is a big deal. Uh, I think that's why we put that uh, emphasis on juniors preparing to go into their senior year because we know that's your biggest impact. It's your last opportunity to make a great impact on the program that you've been a part of for all these years. And um, there's 11 of you guys at Forney High. First off, why do you think there's still 11 girls playing? That's a lot in a senior class for a, uh, a small, you know, not, maybe not for football where you've got 100 kids on the team, but um, for a smaller sport, that's a lot of girls. And uh, what is special about the program to you as a senior? Um, for me, it's pretty much just all the girls. Like, we're super close with each other, and um, we play for each other. So whenever we're on the field, it's just really fun, and um, we all are really good. So, Well, I'm, you know, I, I'm going to the other end of the spectrum, ladies. I, I need for you to tell us something that we don't know about your coach that would probably embarrass them. Oh, good. Maybe we got a good fleur when he's not here. Don't know yet? Mm-mm. I have to think about that. Well, uh, would you like for me to fill in? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I was going to say, I might have a story. <laughs> Trisha can't do Yeah. I would like Buck, to- Buck's over there laughing. He's ready to get to the table. But Coach Fuller, I will say this while you're thinking, or we may move on, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Coach Fuller, I like working with him because he's very laid back off the field. And on the field, he does know his stuff. He, he knows the details. He's prepared, um, Some sometimes very intense. But um, being the like little sister to a big sister school, not having to compete with them, I think that's even better. We can work together a lot. You got well, how off, nice. You're off the hook, Coach Fallor. That was so sweet of you, Coach Williams. <laughs> it's the Christmas season. I'll save the other stories for later. <laughs> maybe the uh, maybe the boys' staff will drag one up because Fallor's been on the boys' side too. Uh, well, then what about Coach Wilkerson? I'm sorry, Coach Williamson. Hey, you Edwin can throw Hayson. Wilkerson in there too. She's yeah, also not Throw them both in there, you Wilkerson and them. Williamson. This should be good. Um, for Coach Wilkerson, uh, she always brings us candies on the bench. Like during while we're playing, so mm-hmm. um, and it's not necessarily approved by the head coach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now Williamson's sitting here, so this makes it harder. Um, I'm not really sure. Oh, she's afraid. Uh huh. <laughs> she's afraid to say whatever it is. Well, you got him scared, Williamson. I mean, I'm perfect. What can I say? <laughs> Okay. All right. I'm trying to okay. think of something embarrassing as well. Uh, a lot of the stories that I can think of happened, you know, when I was a young coach. I remember one time we went uh, pretty far. I think we went to like Longview or Colleen or somewhere, and we left the ball bag, and the parents brought the equipment back for us. So maybe maybe it's because I'm seasoned. She she probably in the last four I mean, years that happened to me. Sorry. That's a worst. Way to toot your own horn there, Coach Williamson. Way to toot your own horn. I'm trying to keep my job. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna tell all my stories. Well. Hey, I've been here long enough. I could tell stories on all these people, but most of them we we won't do on the podcast. I will say, uh, Falur, uh, and he will know this. I've told him this. He, I think he's one of our most improved coaches over the course of time that he's been here. And I and I mean that laid back on the field or off the field on the field. He certainly was not that when he can. And, and it's you know no coach is really laid back when they're in competition mode. But he used to be a little bit overboard. And man, he's. I thought. I think he's gotten more and more mature as a coach. Not everybody has. Trisha, how long you been here in Forney ISD? Fifteen years. Fifteen years. So, in fifteen years, everybody changes, and uh, particularly coaches do as they mature in their head coach role. And I think get better and better. I mean, I think um, very seldom do you see a coach that has been successful consistently and has been in it a long time that doesn't get better every season in some way. So. These two programs certainly have done that. We've had both girls' soccer programs have been in the regional tournament in the last few years. Uh, they've both been extremely competitive. North Forney going into a 6A district is going to be a new challenge, but uh, I know you ladies and Coach Fuller will be up to it. Uh, you guys may not have Highland Park to get through, at least in the district round, but um, I know it'll still be competitive. It's big 5A soccer. And um, so we look forward to seeing you on the season. Uh, so far, tell us kind of where you are in the course of the season. It's very early, and we're before Christmas break here. So usually, you know, soccer's not even on our brains until we get past Christmas break and into January. And I think they move back. UIL move the season back a little bit. So give us a picture, Coach Williamson, of kind of where we are on the season right now and what can our soccer fans look forward to as we go through break and, and get into the next semester. 
Uh, well, we just started our season, so we can practice now before and after school. Uh, we have uh, made teams, assigned teams, and um, our first scrimmage is Friday at Citibank. Uh, we're playing at 5 and 6.30. We have another scrimmage on Tuesday, and then we take a little break. We're going to still practice, uh, but we have a week blocked off for Christmas. We come back and practice. We have another scrimmage, and then in January is where, where we really start. We have preseason games. We have Tournaments, I think we have three kind of uh, in a row for January. So January is probably our busiest month, the most soccer. Uh, we have to really protect our kids with their minutes and their, their practices and things like that. Um, but to me, it's it's the best part because it's less practice, more games, and we're just out there having a good time. Yeah. Same for North Forney. You guys got your first scrimmage coming up? Yes, it's on Friday. On Friday, too. Okay. Who do you guys scrimmage? Um, Brian Adams. Brian Adams. All right. So, soccer fans, this Friday, that is December the 9th, uh, you can go check out our girls' soccer programs getting started up in scrimmage format. And um, very soon, they'll be they'll be uh, coming back from Christmas break ready to get rolling with some soccer games. So, best of luck to you ladies. Um, thank you for coming in this morning. We will be watching for you on the pitch. And um, maybe uh, when you're not on the pitch, wear that 126 T-shirt and – uh, we're going to keep telling everybody what a great group of ladies and coaches we have in your programs. So we got our boys' soccer representation at the table now, moving over to the boys' side from the girls' side. And, uh, of course, your first question after you identify yourselves is going to be about hogshead cheese. <laughs> so, Coach O, you have the floor. Yeah. So, I mean – Wait, what am I supposed to be doing here? I don't know. You're supposed to be getting them going back on the ozone again because yeah. it's a whole new group of guys. Okay, well, I guess they need to introduce themselves. And if you don't have a hoghead cheese, now this stems from you pulled this out of the out of your repertoire. Yeah. Because of the header. Yes. For, for lack of better words, yeah, I pulled it out. All right. I, yeah. I like to see a good header in a soccer game. All right. So. Uh, Introduce yourself and whether you know anything about hogshead cheese or not. Well, and if you don't, give us give us your cheese, your cheese that you like. Cheese selections. You want to start from the start from the right, Coach Buck. Okay, uh, Coach Buck, uh, head coach, uh, boys at North Forney, um, and just being in the green room and using <laughs> Google, uh, <laughs> hogshead cheese is not an actual cheese. Well, that's a great fact. Ding okay. ding ding. Okay. So oh, you don't have the thing, do you, where you could ding it? We're learning. All right. No, I don't. Okay. Good, Coach Buck. It's not cheese, then. It's not cheese. No, it said it's a uh, like a spiced pork uh, with oh. uh, onions and stuff. Um, you slide it off, put it on crackers. Interesting. It's like a – oh, yeah, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Somebody else might say uh, it. Young man. Uh, my name is James Olvera, and I'm a captain at North Forney Soccer. And I looked up hogshead cheese, and it did not look very appetizing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was. I read into the ingredients, and I, I just didn't like it at all. I just stopped reading after that. <laughs> okay. James was out. Well, okay. So hold on. Let's go back to 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 those two. What is your what is your cheese of choice if you're eating cheese? If I'm eating cheese, probably probably mozzarella. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like a pepper jack. Oh, you like it spicy? Okay. Yeah. Good pick. Both good picks. I mean, can't go wrong. And uh, I'm Coach Walker. I'm the Forney boys coach. Um, yeah, the hogshead cheese does not look appetizing <laughs> uh, yes. at all. 
Not very good. Um, it's but like strike five. I think, I'm a uh, for hog's head. queso or um, extra sharp cheddar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Carlos Alanya, um, varsity captain at Forney High School. And uh, no, I, I really didn't think the hog head cheese they weren't that good. But if I did have to choose a cheese, I'd probably say like mozzarella. Mozzarella is always good. Okay. Yeah. Coach, oh, are you a hogshead cheese uh, connoisseur? I mean, do you eat? Is that something you would find on the uh, elephant holiday table? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> no. You, you really did just pull this out, this one out there. Yeah. I, I, I equate it with like pickle loaf. Like I would, I would not ever. Well, at least we're educating uh, the people at the table, me and myself included, and our audience. Um, maybe there's somebody that eats hogshead cheese out there. All your cheeses uh, were good choices, though, I will say. And I'm going to go with – who was it that picked Pepper Jack? That was me. That was Coach Buck. I'm going to – I really do like a Pepper Jack, too, I've got to say. Uh, it's Pepper my favorite Jack's sandwich good. cheese, you know? Yeah. I, I really like – I just don't like a super pungent cheese. Yeah. Like, I, I like Munster. I mean – is All that, of them. Mozzarella. That, I thought that was, Mo- is that Munster? Or Munster, 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 whatever. This you t- know what I'm talking about. The town in Texas is Munster. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know the cheese that I speak I of. I do. I know it well. I like smoked Gouda. Oh, yeah. Boy, you're getting into the yeah. super special holiday cheeses now. Fancy. Well, let's make the uh, awkward transition from cheese to <laughs> soccer and uh, talk about the season with you guys. We'll start here on my right and work our way to the left. North Forney boys soccer. Uh, you got a little history with Coach Fuller too, not to, to make – you know, he's not the thread that, that connects anything except uh, – tell us your history a little bit, Coach Buck. Um, you coming through the ranks at, at North Forney and then taking over the boys program, and then give us a little season preview. Yeah, um, I've been at North Forney for – I believe this is my fourth year. Uh, I was a head coach at a charter school in Pleasant Grove. Uh, before that, and then I came to North Forney, uh, was assistant under Coach Fallor for a couple years before I took over. Uh, this will be my second year as head coach there. Cool. Um, we're we're working hard. Uh, we're making the jump up to 6A this year, um, and we're we're going not to participate but to compete. Yeah. Um, so we've been working hard on the ball, off the ball. Uh, fundraising. We have a spirit night um, next Tuesday, the 13th, at Raising Canes uh, from 5 to 10. Uh, we've been selling ad spaces for our program as well. Um, so uh, we're trying to get bigger and better um, and certainly putting the work in. So we've got a solid team uh, returning this year. We graduated a few um, seniors last year uh, that we're definitely going to miss. But our guys coming up, um, our freshman class um, also, and a lot of our varsity is returning um, as far as our starters. So, James, obviously you're a captain. What, is it, what does that mean to you be a captain at North Forney, and, and what are your duties associated with that? Well, you know, to me being a captain is really just like being like the top leader on, on and off the field because really I have class with a lot of my classmates, and so, you know, whatever I do, they mirror it back as well. And so, you know, I just always have to make sure, like, I'm behaving well, but also that I'm, like, I'm putting in the work because when others see me working hard, they all they all work hard as well. And, um, you know, I just think that if you're, like, a captain on any team, it doesn't matter what sport it is, you know, you just have to be, like, setting the bar high and setting the example for your peers. That's a almost perfect answer, I would say. And uh, kudos to you for having that perspective and doing it. Um, <clears throat> Coach Walker, 
Let's talk about uh, your history at uh, actually Forney High. It goes back a little bit farther even than, than coaching soccer, I think. Yeah. Tell us about uh, what brought Austin Walker into our program. Uh, well, I uh, went to school at Forney and played at uh, Forney High School. I participated in the soccer team while I was there. Is that better? Yes, better. Um, and, uh, you know, got to be uh, there when um, – with the first coach still, Coach Bullen, who started the program with us and uh, got to watch it grow. Um, and we were lucky enough to be part of the uh, first team that made the playoffs whenever I was there. Um, but uh, I went off, uh, started coaching, and then um, ended up getting the opportunity to come back. And uh, this will be my fifth year here at Forney High School, um, which is my longest stop that I've had anywhere so far. So... Uh, that's a blessing as well. Um, but, yeah, we're, uh, we're excited about this year coming up. Um, we have 12 seniors this year. Um, so a lot of seniors. You've even got Coach us. Williamson beat. She had 11. Yeah. 12 we, at the yeah, boys' side. a lot. But, um, you know, we, have, we also have a lot of experience coming back. We have, I think, 10 or 11 players that have uh, varsity experience coming back to play with us this year. Yeah. Um, which is still a good number, even though we graduated, I think, eight or nine last year as well. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're uh, we're looking forward to our new district um, and being able to compete with them. And, you know, we're going to try to make a run and see what we can do and how good we can be this year. Somebody told me you had a, um, 120, around 120 come out. Yes. Try out was, for soccer. There wow. was a lot came to try out. So um, we were able to cut it down to – I think we were able to keep 65. Yeah. But we were in, ended up able to, to keep amongst our three teams. But, I mean, I'll say it, it 120, and there's a lot. I mean, it's never easy to, to cut anybody anyway. But there were a lot of very, very close calls this year and a lot of very, very hard decisions we had to make um, coming out through there. I mean, I think we kept 24. Five-ish freshmen this year. Yeah, twenty-seven freshmen like that. So um, yeah, lots of hard decisions. Um, but you know that's a testament to the kids. They make them hard decisions. Yeah, right? so, I agree, uh, and I think it's a testament so. to the program as well. I mean, you've got that many kids coming out. It's obviously uh, because there's a level of success there, um, an established level of success that people want to be a part of. And if the if the calls are that close, then that just means the the usually it's either one of two things, <laughs> right? Uh, you hope it's the that that they're uh, very proficient and right. it's tough to make that call. And I think that's the case over there with you guys. For sure. So tell us about captainship at Forney and um, what's it? What have been some of your favorite things about being part of this? Obviously, a very successful program that kids want to be a part of. What's been some of your favorite uh, aspects of being a soccer player for Coach Walker? Um, well, it's just, it's good, uh, learning experience, you know, learning how to be a leader, you know, on and off the field, like James said, you know, it's, um, uh, it's important right now that we're, you know, trend, you know, transforming into men. So yeah. learn how to lead a good group, you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. And, um, uh, yeah, I, it's good, you know, just telling the guys like, Hey, we, you know, we have a, a mission, we have, a a challenge to go through so you know telling them whenever we have like a a lapse in focus you know tell them like we got to focus up you know what i mean yeah and just you know tell them that like, we can do whatever you know we dream to do you know what i mean because 
I mean, we have a really talented group this year, and I think we can go pretty far in playoffs. And I hopefully we can win uh, district this year. You know, do some things that has never d- been done at Forney. So, yeah, I think that's this could be the year to do it. And I, I like uh, just hearing these young men talk about uh, their how they view their roles, Coach O. Yeah. And um, turn, you know, I love your point about turning into men. I mean, that's what we're. It's what athletics is. You know, it will, heck yeah, we want to win games. We want to win district. We want to get in the playoffs and, and do well. Uh, but our end game is you two guys and getting you ready. And you are obviously buying into helping get the younger guys ready to take your roles, but getting you ready for your next role once you get out of here. It's really good to hear their perspective, just the growth. I hear growth in all of these seniors. Um, I didn't. I don't know what they sounded like as freshmen and sophomores, but they sound very mature as seniors. Um, and just kind of piggybacking on on your question, I have a question, and it's a. Uh, can you tell us something embarrassing about your coach that we don't know? Well, James is already grinning, so I think he's gonna. I'm, try, I'm trying to think. So I don't, I don't really, <laughs> or something I funny really that no one would think. No, I really can't think of anything. These kids are too nice. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm trying to think really hard. Um. So Buck is either super sneaky and high, does a good job of hiding his uh, embarrassing <laughs> aspects of himself. Yeah, I mean. Or he's really good. Which is it, Buck? I, I think I'm just really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing really. Anything well, really funny moments. all right, I guess uh, – you know, there's another perfect one. We had Coach Williamson. Her perfection already graced our table. Now we've got two. What about Coach Walker? Uh, we'll say Coach Walker on game days has a lot of superstitions. Oh, really? Yeah. So That's interesting. Uh, it's different each year, but it's usually, you know, same meal, uh, same games being played. You know, we usually play dominoes before, you know what I mean? Um, so I think, yeah, Coach Walker has a lot of superstitions. Oh, I my think God. That's something I, great about him. That is so true. It seems like I was having a conversation with Coach Walker at a baseball game, and there was something about a gray shirt. You wore a different shirt, a different color shirt, and and y'all lost, and so you'll never do that again. Okay, well, first of all, I'd say I'm not superstitious. I'm a little stitious. That's my saying. Um, But, uh, yeah, well, I I think it's more of I'm I'm a fan of routines. So when I get into a... Be it a winning streak or whatever, I like to keep that same routine going uh, yeah. throughout that whole entire time. And then, yeah, when we end up dropping a game, I'll change it and, you know, we'll find something to change up and then see if, you know, we can find a new routine. So he'll wear the ex- same thing every game. Uh, I will. That is true. You wash it, don't yeah. you? Yes. It's not as bad as baseball <laughs> coach then. No, I do. I do wash it. <laughs> I think baseball and softball might be the worst when it comes. They're not a little stitious. They are super <laughs> stitious yeah. in those sports. I don't know if it's a spring sport thing or not. But, uh, hey, whatever works, right? Yeah, whatever works. Yeah. Whatever gets the job done. Yeah, That's right. Well, um, you know, I'm not going to tell anything embarrassing on you guys either. Whether You know, the thing is, I said I've been here long enough, I probably know stories about everybody. The problem is they all know stories about you too. So <laughs> I'm careful about dulling those out because I don't want it to bounce back at me. Uh, you guys um, have a challenging season ahead of you, particularly going into 6A, but it's I think it sounds like particularly uh, with your perspective and with James's perspective, you've built the 
the foundation to be able to do that. Um, you, are you at the same place in your season as the girls? I know the UIL backed the calendar up. When's we, your first scrimmage? We are. Um, and just to go back to kind of what you were saying about laying that foundation, um, over the past two or three years, we've kind of been preparing ourselves for this jump. Uh, yeah. We've known that it's coming. So uh, preseason scrimmages, um, you know, the past couple of years, we've tried to put ourselves against some 6 eight competition. Yeah. Uh, so we've seen these teams before, um, and we know we can compete with them. Um, and then going back to where we're at in our season, we we do uh, December 9th this Friday is first day for scrimmages. Um, so we're hosting Lakeview Centennial at Jackson Middle School. Uh, we play at 9.30 and uh, – I'm sorry, 5.30 for JV and 7.15 for varsity. Cool. So – uh, fans, you hear that uh, we they're playing at Jackson. Look for the boys at Jackson. We do play some soccer over there quite a bit, actually, during the year. It's a great field. It's a good site uh, for a, a high school game. And um, we play some tournament games over there. We play some regular season games over there from time to time. So y'all watch the schedule for that. For that. Uh, James, just going into the 6A district, is there anybody you really particularly got your crosshairs on or your sights on? Uh, no, not really. You know, to me, it really doesn't matter what district we go in, whether it's 6A, 5A, 4A. You know, um, as long as we're competing against anybody, you know, I would take our starting 11 over anybody in this district, mainly because, you know, I know everybody on our team is going to work hard and obviously compete. But, you know, we have a lot of really hard workers this year. You know, we've been running every day, so I don't think we're really going to walk a lot on that field <laughs> this season. Um, but I think really we just always had a rivalry with Heath in this district. Okay. So, yeah. you know, we're all really looking forward to that game just because last season we were up like 1-0 at halftime and then just out of nowhere, you know, we let off the gas pedal and we ended up losing, I think, 5-1. So we're really all looking forward to that game. Okay, good. We'll keep the gas pedal down. Uh, again, another uh, very mature, excellent answer. Uh, you guys, um, you know, uh, you two guys, pro if these guys are out, the head coaches are ever out, y'all just step up, take over. I think you're both capable of doing that. Walker, 5A district, uh, but you've got a little ways to get there. Where do you guys start? Yeah, uh, we also start this Friday. Okay. Uh, December 9th. We're, uh, well, our scrimmage is against Rockwall. Okay. And uh, we'll be in Rockwall for that one. So same wow. thing, 530 and 715. So, uh, yeah, we get started early, and then um, we're able to uh, – we take a little bit of a break at Christmas, um, do some other things, and then when we get back uh, January 3rd, uh, we play each other. Uh, Forney, North Forney, we have a scrimmage, our last scrimmage before we start cool. games. And then we start our first tournament that uh, Thursday. All right, January 3rd, uh, soccer fans would be a good one if you can't catch anything before then. Uh, that The boys play scrimmage one another. It is a scrimmage, not a game. Correct. And where is that taking place? It's at North Forney. North Forney, so uh, January 3rd at North Forney. You catch both of them at the same time as they scrimmage one another. You're starting out with Rockwall, which is a district opponent in 10-6A for North Forney, so – um, kind of an interesting thing there. It sounds like we've got a lot of – we've always been sort of together, and you really can't ever get fully apart if you're in the same district, so plenty of crossover. Tell me, uh, same question I asked James. Your your uh, Forney district is all new. Now, it's not it's not a change in classification, but it's a totally new district from what we're used to. So who are you looking forward to playing? Um, well, Redoke had, had just uh, won their – district so okay i guess you could say that they would probably be our biggest contender but uh i think everyone should be taken seriously i think everyone you know we like i said we shouldn't have a lapse in focus so um i think every opponent should just be taken seriously we should go 110 percent each each game you know all 90 minutes so 
you know, but I think uh, Red Oak will be our biggest contender this year. Okay. Well, we're going we're shooting for that district championship, so we'll we'll. Uh, I like both of your perspective that it doesn't matter five A four A six A, contending. Uh, you know, the performer district champion or or the first scrimmage on your schedule. You're stepping out there to play hard every game, and that's that's a great leadership um, characteristic for you guys to represent for your team. So that'll be fun for us to look forward to, Coach Joe. For sure, these guys are. Um, so I'm, honestly, I'm I'm very impressed with your answers, and if you if you are as good on the pitch as you are on the microphone, then it should be a fun soccer season. We'll be out there bundled up and watching. We will, and uh, so good luck on that. Everybody have a great holiday, and this Friday, soccer fans, come on out and catch one of our teams as they begin their scrimmage season and then when we get back from christmas break uh the fun really starts so i'll we'll be there to catch the forney north forney scrimmage and then you guys go flying right into your um contest season so good luck i'll throw this one out uh any insights from you soccer coaches onto the i know this was world cup year so it's a big year for soccer anyway uh we had we turned it on um we have the ability to get a little bit of that in our office, so we watched um, part of that, um, the game that we won uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, against Iran, I believe it was, and then, but we didn't see the game on Saturday because we weren't at work. Y'all give us your, uh, I mean, is it a bi- super big deal to a soccer coach in, in World Cup years? It's big yeah. um, to watch the U.S. Uh, just where we've been and and where we've come to um the youth that we have coming up it's it's exciting um you know when when our best game this world cup was our game against england and it was exciting to see those guys hold hold with england to a to a draw um so we we didn't make it um past the first round of knockout this year but it's coming here in four years so hopefully we'll Give it a better go. Walker, I think it was you that mentioned there were some Texans on that team, weren't there? Yeah, there's a there's a few. Um, Weston McKinney's one of them. He did. He played really well for – Weston McKinney was one of them. He played really well for us. He's from uh, Little Elm, I believe. Yeah. And then uh, there's a couple more. But, yeah, we – I mean, uh, normally – Kellen Acosta. Kellen Acosta's there too, yeah. But, um, yeah, normally I get to spend, you know, that full basically month in the summer just – watching games nonstop during the World Cup and love it. This year's a little different since it is kind of during school, but yeah. uh, we're, uh, we're making it work. We're getting to watch all the games. And you know, Do you guys think that, that, that the, the growth of high school soccer, the pure, it's all a pyramid, right? I mean, uh, a lot of um, youngsters playing soccer at the local level and then going through their high school programs. I mean, you got a guy from Little Elm, so obviously he, you know, he put, uh, is a product of high school soccer. How much uh, does that build? In the United States, I think that um, just getting to watch it on TV just opens up more exposure and gets more youth involved in the sport. Yeah, um, and you know, and it helps grow the game. And the more you can grow the game, the better athletes you're going to end up getting uh, to go into soccer and compete in soccer and realize that they can be, you know, good at that sport also. Yeah, um, you know, it's one of those things where. Uh, soccer is like the number one sport in all these countries in the World Cup, and it's you know the number 
three, four, five sport here in the U.S., whatever it kind of goes down to, right? You have yeah. football, you have basketball, and then you got a mixture of everything else, and soccer's in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. So the more you can get exposure, the more kids you end up getting involved with it, the more talent you'll be able to see come up with it. Yeah. We talked to uh, Coach Randy Jackson, former coach at North Forney, who, who spent a, a season in Germany talking about American football versus football. And it's, you know, the European perspective is a whole different deal. I mean, there's, it's by far the overarching sport among all sports is football with a U, not two O's. And, um, but I, it's, it's certainly growing in our area. It's, it's clearly it's growing in Texas or we wouldn't have these Texans playing at the World Cup level. Um, and um, you got so many kids coming out in Forney ISD to play soccer. And then add to that, uh, two very successful programs um, by the win on the scoreboard standard, but also by the win in what these young people are getting from the program and taking with them beyond it. So congratulations. We look forward to seeing you very soon. And um, y'all uh, listen up to the 126, subscribe to it so that you can get updates every time we have a new episode coming out. This, in, this interestingly... Uh, we have a graduate from Forney High School who is playing soccer at the professional level in, in uh, Europe. Uh, Coach O, I know that will appeal to you because I think you've got somebody special to you that could potentially be yeah, playing for sure. in Europe very soon. I'm interested to talk to this young lady. So we're going to have a, a point one two six. It's been a while since we've had one of those. But this episode will be followed up by a brief special episode. And uh, make sure... If you hear this one, go out and listen to that one, too. Uh, Good luck to you all in the season, and we will catch you on the pitch down the road.